Also, do you want to submit a proposal for the prop shows? Yeah. Yeah. I may or may not have offended the online editor. What do you mean? Um, he works at Vodafone, and I recently went to dispute a bill at Vodafone. What, with him? Yeah, unfortunately. I didn't know it was him. How did you find out it was him? He said so. And but does he know you? No. Yeah. He, was, he just asked me what I was studying, and I was being such a douchebag that I didn't want to say psychology. Yeah. Because he's just been like... You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like such an asshole. Like, I've come in here and tried not to be, you know reasonable in any way shape or form um so i don't want it so i said journalism and he said oh you should go on cine fm and i said oh, i'm already submitting a proposal and he said are you what's the name of the show and i was like oh this is a bit too close to comfort i'm not gonna say so i said oh i'm just still thinking about it and he said oh, i'm the online editor there i'm the head of online but it doesn't sound like you offended him no i did why what did you say i yelled at him because i had a big bill <laughs> well i didn't yell at him no why was your bill so much um, oh, so many reasons. I'm calling all those sex lines again. <laughs> There's so many reasons why the different sex lines that you're saying. <laughs> and psychics. Oh, maybe they can, you can save money by getting a psychic sex line. That'd be really weird. <laughs> I'm not going into this. It's like, what are you wearing? I foresee pants. <laughs> Yeah, what are you wearing tomorrow? <laughs> right, oh, That's what I was thinking. That sounds so hot in the yeah, future. Yeah, amazing sex we're going to have. Actually, maybe that would be better, because then it sort of like implies that you may actually one day get together. You're going to be like out looking for her. <laughs> I don't think there's that many female to male sex lines. Are there? I don't know any male they exist. sex lines. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I'm such a grandma. You've got all this phone bill and obviously... And you don't even know about sex yeah. lines. My mistake. Don't, don't, don't look into it, otherwise it's going to triple your price. No, all I did was make phone calls in the ordinary fashion and apparently that costs money. To, like, overseas or no. something? There's something going on here. Anyway. Apparently that costs money. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The age we live in. <laughs> I was like, this flies through the air. Why does that cost money? <laughs> Everyone owns the air. All right, should we start? Yeah. Pass me the lift. It takes money. Well played, MILF. You haven't met my brother, Invader Zim. So far, I'm digging this. Yeah, I'm neither swayed to hate nor appreciate. Making everything in your life delicious. Justin Bieber was blocking the toilet and the shower. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. It takes money and a wasty boat. Insane Ramblings. Hey everyone, and welcome to a very jumbled episode of Insane Ramblings today. Very delayed. Very professional. Very frustrated. Very easy. Very opposite. Very short. Very reminiscent. Very smelly. Very anticipatory. Very nothing. Very sad. A very covert episode of Insane Ramblings for you today. Hey everyone, and welcome to Insane Ramblings, if you didn't get it already by the intro. It is a very celebratory episode, and I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And I believe we haven't used celebratory yet, because I think we oh. wanted to use it last anniversary episode. Yeah. And then you shut it down and we used something stupid. Oh, why? Why did I shut down celebratory? <laughs> I don't know. I went back. Was I angry about something? No, I think you just had something weird that you're passionate about that day that oh. you wanted to use. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. Do you ever get delayed anger? Like... You know something's annoying, but you sort of just, like, put it on the back burner for three years until it finally explodes in your face. Three years is pretty long. But you know, delayed anger, where you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty annoying, but I'll just sort of 
forget that how irritating this is. Well, sometimes it's some things take a little while to sink in, and so I guess you can build anger over time. But three years, I'm pretty no, sure. So this anger wasn't building; it was just more like I intend to be angry about this in three years. Just haven't decided when, and then I finally was like, "Okay, now." <laughs> I really, I really need to hear the example in the scenario. Well, you know how I live on. The, oh, I can't say which train line I live on, can I? I think we've already <laughs> done that, internet. but anyway. Probably, I live there's, on the Sandringham line. There's a lot of train stations on that line there is you don't you think people are going to go like you know all the adjacent houses just shouting vicky <laughs> from each stop that's how we met <laughs> true <laughs> well according did you to, ever find that vicky <laughs> according to uh, episode one we met by me slamming into the back of you or something ramming you in my car so many episodes are about i think Across the episodes, we've suggested about five or six ways that we met. Well, it's, it's probably confusing because do we want to clarify how we actually did what no. meet? It's more of a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery where yeah. we can just keep inventing ways. I'm not even sure that Vicky is not a figment of my imagination at this stage. <laughs> Especially since you managed to find me just shouting at every um, station and the standing <laughs> Yeah, Vicky, Vicky, I am Vicky. Okay. <laughs> and then started, started putting up their hands. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. am Vicky. Oh, I am Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to assume that 90% of you are Spartacus. So. <laughs> yeah. You all told me last week you were Spartacus, so yeah. I'm believing this girl. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that stood up and said, oh, Captain, my captain. I'm like, yeah, well, at least she's doing something different. Like, I'll take that reference. Is that Dead Poet Society? Damn right. <laughs> I wish we had a clip of all the really obscure references we've made. Well, the one that keeps coming to my mind is... Do we just... Yeah, I was going to go with that. <laughs> I knew it. I can't even remember the joke. Nah, who knows? Do you remember the joke? I just remember us making a joke about the Dewey Decimal System. Well, there's not enough hilarity that has captured that market. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I live on the Sandringham line. And you know how the Sandringham line about three years ago stopped going through the city loop? I sure don't, but anyway. Yeah, they stopped the Sandringham line and the Frankston line. That sounds annoying. Yeah! I know. Mm. And I was like, this is really irritating. But I just sort of didn't really get angry about it for three years and I cracked last Thursday. Okay, so it was like a reoccurring problem. It's Every not, day. But it's not a one-off incident, which I was thinking of. You stubbed your toe three years ago. I was like, <laughs> it's like, fuck, that, that really hurt that, that was time. painful. Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd arced up a bit more. No, yeah, I became enraged, though. Like, I just finally... It wasn't even like I hit breaking point or something. Mm. Like, breaking point began three years ago. I don't really hit it. It was just a matter of time before It's just slowly bubbling up inside you. But are you sure it doesn't go through the loop after it gets to the station? No, it doesn't. Because they changed it, like, for my line as well. But it uh, it used to go through the loop on the way to the city, and now it goes to, like, another station first and then goes through the loop. The Sandringham and Frankston lines only go through the loop on the weekends. Mm. Weekdays they go to Flinders Street, so you have to change at Richmond, and it's really inconvenient. Yeah, that does sound uh, annoying. So I finally cracked it, and then... Like, they also don't put on extra trams to St Kilda. So, three... So, I was like, I'm catching the tram! This is ridiculous! I don't want to change at Richmond and wait for 12 minutes for another train after I've already waited 12 minutes for this train. Yeah. Um, so, I was like, I'll just catch a tram! And then three seventy eights or whatever it is came along in a row, and I was standing there for, like, 15 minutes, angrily eating peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> came through half the bags. I was so irritated. You're like, I don't have anything... Uh that I can act out with. I'll just have to eat these peanuts as yeah, angrily as I can. Exactly. I was chewing very loudly in the direction of the Metro employee. <laughs> yeah, and then I said out loud, Oh, where is the tram to St Kilda? And people clapped. 
<laughs> you got a round of applause. Yeah, because it was really an Everyone irritating situation. Relate. Yeah, because it was taking forever to get to St Kilda by the train and then there were no trams. It was just like, yeah, everyone could relate. How many people clapped? Probably about oh, eight. I don't oh, know. It wasn't a like a huge, Yeah, it wasn't like two, but it wasn't like <laughs> the city of Melbourne stopped. And... I wouldn't have clapped. So I think to be in that scenario, I would have been like, yeah, I know how she feels, but I wouldn't have gone to the effort of clapping. I don't know why they did. It really was like a scene from a movie. I think it was just... It was one of those scenarios where everyone can relate and you're just getting like more and more fed up. It really is the worst. Like I was trapped on the train line a couple of weeks ago where there was an accident. Oh, yeah. And so the car, the train in front of me hit a car at an intersection. Oh. And so I was held up because the train in front of me was held up. And we were between stops, and so I couldn't get off the train. Oh, no. And so even if I wanted to, it's not like I could, you know, catch a taxi or ask for a lift or yeah. something else. And so we were just sitting on the tram for an hour. And the whole time oh. they're like, it's going to be another 20 minutes. I'll let you know as soon as I hear more. And 20 minutes goes by. Like, yeah, I think it should only be like 15, 20 minutes. Oh. And so like every time they say that, you're like, I know you're lying. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do about it. You're just at their mercy. And you're like, well, I don't want to complain too much because there was a car accident. It sounds like a kind of serious thing. But yeah, like this is really sense. inconvenient. It's yeah. just so annoying. And it's not like I even had anything in particular that had to be, you know, at. It's just wanting to be home, right? Yeah. Like, you get that intense feeling, I just want to be in my house. Exactly, especially after a long day at work and everything. And it was one of those things where I was going to the movies that night, and luckily I was seeing a late session. But I'm like, oh, if I cut it close, like, if the train's on time and everything, I'll be able to catch the earlier session off to just mm. go straight there from the station. And by the time that we actually started moving again, we are still only a third of the way home, and... It was like half an hour past when the movie started. I'm like, yep, that plan wouldn't have worked. <laughs> well, I will tell you the truth. What I had said was, where's the tram to St Kilda? I want to take a nap. <laughs> that was the full <laughs> exclamation. Did, did everyone hear the, I want to take a nap? <laughs> but that's why I got so angry because I was leaving, trying to leave the city around 3.34 yeah. to be back in the city by 6. And it takes about half an hour to get in and out. So, so it was perfect timing. To have, like, what, a half-hour nap yeah, or something? Yeah, to get a half-hour nap at home. And so how long was your nap in actuality? Zero minutes. I actually ended up being late. So you went all the way home and then all the way back? Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, I know. I got home and I was like, screw this, I'm going to sit here for a while. <laughs> yeah, I've got to make this worth my while. i just got to high-five someone at the other yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was like. Like, Because I had all this stuff to drop off. And I'm like, I'm not just dropping my stuff off and going back out. That's rubbish. So oh, okay. I'm gonna, yeah. Well, at least you got to drop something off. It's not like... The whole thing was for nothing. But I was really irritated. Yeah, it's one of those things where when you don't know how long something's going to take, That's it's the worst. even worse, yeah. Because if you're waiting at a train station, it might tell you how many minutes it is or something like that. But a tram or a bus or, like, when I was trapped on the train and you just don't know where you're, like... Because in your mind, it's sort of... You start thinking forever. Well, you, like, <laughs> at first you think it could be any minute now. No, yeah, that's what makes it even more frustrating. Yeah, and it's it's they trap you there because you can't go and do something. So that whole time is time wasted because if you decide to leave, you know that's the moment the that it's going to come. come. Yeah, you, you keep looking down the line or whatever. And it's like, oh, is it coming? I think I see it over the corner. Yeah, and like you're saying, there's like three trams in a that's row. That's why I got so frustrated. Tram. It's like three sixty fours. I'm like, how yeah. can this be? And you can't. <laughs> Not that many people live in Carnegie. You can't read the number from a distance. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of looks like your tram and. Yeah, I had, like, another problem where <laughs> I was... I have two problems in life. They're all public transport related. 
But uh, this isn't a very funny podcast. It doesn't have to be funny. We can <laughs> use it as a public. Yeah, we can use it as a public uh, platform to <laughs> yell at Melbourne's public transport <laughs> yeah, system. I'm so angry. I wanted to take a goddamn nap. I know it's not a noble cause, but it was one that was close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you have to find like a closer place to nap. I know, but do you know like how important a nap is to you when you're tired and you know you have to go out late? Like, see, I'm not a napper. No. So, like, I don't know. Have we discussed this one? A napster. <laughs> I'm not a napster either. <laughs> that's that's what the uh, the cool kids call it. A napster does sound like someone who engages in thievery. Or maybe like some kind of napping hipster. <laughs> As I am. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Well, I used to nap before. It was cool. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I was waiting at the uh, tram stop and. The, for whatever reason, there was just an unusually long wait between trams. And it, at, the, at the stop that I was at, it actually told you how long it was going to be. Oh, that's good. So I'm like, oh, I'll just walk to the next stop around the corner. Maybe there'll be trams coming from this different direction. And uh, Sometimes I just start walking for something to do. Yeah. Well, but then that's always when you're between stops and the tram goes by. <laughs> that's the worst as well. And so uh, on this morning, I had to be at work particularly early. And so the train that I caught the previous morning, I got there about the time that I had to be there. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That'll work. Then the next morning, I ended up being like 40 minutes later than that. <laughs> because first of all, the train, the tram didn't come. Yeah. Or like the train was like five minutes late. So the, it made, yeah, I missed my connection. Yeah. And so the tram was running like super late. And so I just walked to the next stop, but there's no extra trams. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just uh, wait here. I'll be a couple minutes late, but whatever. And then when... A tram finally comes, I just get on because the sign tells me, oh, yeah, my tram's now. Yeah. I didn't look at the front of it, and I got on the wrong tram. Oh. And so I guess, like, the tram that I was catching was either late as well, or the sign just changes because uh, it's past that time or whatever. Yeah. And so I just got on a tram, and I wasn't even paying attention. I went, like, way far down the line in the wrong direction. Oh, no. And I look up, I'm like, where the fuck are oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and so all that time, like waiting for that tram was wasted and then I had to waste extra time walking back to the tram stop and then extra tram time waiting oh, for another tram it's so and it's like if I had just walked in the first place I would have be been there like 20 minutes ago so it's just like all those things kind of add up and I saw like another girl at the uh, another public transport rant story. I know this is the rant cast they um I, I swear we'll get into anniversary stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the anniversary of <laughs> annoying lives yeah yeah uh, they um, changed the schedule for our regular train timetable. And so you get to the uh, station early in the morning. And the first day, I guess, all the trains were running late so we could catch our train at the regular time. And so we didn't realize they changed the schedule. Yeah. And so the second day, they were, like, actually sticking to the schedule and everyone missed their train. <laughs> it was, like... So used to it being late. Uh, no, like, just because they made it five minutes earlier. And so oh. no one was there, like, well, I guess a few people were there, but, like, so many people got there within that five-minute window. Yeah. And the train had already left. Oh, those jerks. And so, like, a few people went up to the ticketing window and they're like, oh, yeah, can you give us a new schedule? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, change the timetable, eh? <laughs> like, Why was everyone Canadian that missed the train? Change the timetable, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the uh, train to Ottawa? <laughs> What's this all about? Yeah. I can't stand this abuse. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, sir, this train only goes to Melbourne Central. We, I don't think there is a train from Melbourne to Ottawa, Canada. I don't know why. Suddenly everyone was Canadian. <laughs> well, you know, like... What's this own new time, Beverly? What's, what's your uh, go-to accent when you go Canadian 
Like, I mean, like, wait, Where if you, moose is yeah, me. that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's so true. Everyone does the way moose is a from Brother Bear. I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna joke. <laughs> Sorry, that's too funny. So it's like for anyone who's unfamiliar with the, is it Disney? Movie? I think it's Brother Bear. I don't know. It could be like Pixar or like I don't know. It's like a two D animated cartoon from <laughs> oh, like about mercy. I don't know, like seven years ago or something. Is it that long? It was. It feels like a while ago. I know it was. It came up. I've in never seen school. it. No, I I've only seen the promos. Yeah, I think <laughs> I don't even know if that scene's in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> because. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why this is so funny to me. When when they um, <laughs> when they played that movie at the cinemas here, they did one of those promos where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just really funny because like now that I think of it, every time someone I know imitates an Australian, Canadian, that's what they say. Because it's got like. It's got the accent. It's got the like the, the moose, which is like the national fauna of Canada, and it's got the A. I don't know. Why. It's like because I guess before that it might have been Terence and Philip from South Park or something. No, but they're all like too comical. I used to do. How's the Simpsons? I'm on from Canada. See, like every... I think I'm slow. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> goes to the special ed class. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But everything, like everything else, is too cartoony. Yeah. But that one, like, it sounds like cartoony yet plausible. <laughs> yeah, it's very plausible <laughs> to be real good. Yeah. Oh, mess. And so, yeah, when they showed that movie here in cinemas, yeah, I, 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 assuming it's Brother Bear, it might be something. I think that, it is. I don't, I've never seen it either. Um, they had the, like a two D animated promo before the movie started. There wasn't a regular trailer for the movie, but it had two mooses, characters from the movie, I assume, talking. I don't know, I and guess it. They were talking to the audience, and I think that's the first line of the promo. Is like, it we're mooses. We're mooses, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and they tell you to switch off your cell phone before the movie yeah, starts. Yeah, that's stuff. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was for any movie that you went to see around that period. Exactly. Like, they tell you to turn off your cell phones. Yeah, and I guess it really stuck. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they showed it in Canada. And people just thought it was, like, a cell phone ad. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. I should turn my cell phone off. Well, they probably got the Aussie version. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, How you going? How you going? Where, what's Australian? It's like Steve Irwin or something. Yeah. Everyone's go-to Australian, I think. That's so true. Which, again, it doesn't sound anything like most Australians. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I can't believe we have the same go-to Canadian. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of... Um, I have like another go-to, which is the French, which we've mentioned on the podcast. Uh-huh. No, that's not bad. But <laughs> I mean, like in terms of if you need to say a word of French or like a phrase in French. Ah, uh, je mange du poulet. Exactly. Yeah. Which for uh, every uh, lesson in high school French, I basically used that as my one response. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to the uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, Smodcast, and on I think it's the two hundredth episode they. We're basically saying that same thing. No way! Yeah. That's awesome! I got, a, I got a clip for chicken. Oh my gosh. As proof that I'm not the only one who thinks that poulet is basically the only word of French you need to know. <laughs> I know for me, like, I took French from, like, fourth till, um, till high school. So yeah. Till tenth. But I, I remember, like, you know, poulet. <laughs> I, I think that's all you need in a French-speaking world. If you can just be like, chicken, <laughs> you'll never starve. You'll so. never die. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me, poulet. 
<laughs> if you know Poulet, it's like being part of the old people from Cocoon. You'll never get older <laughs> and you'll never die because you'll always be fed, man. That's it. Like, you know, you don't have, you could say beef, I guess. Le beef. Le beef. Boof. Beef. But if you get chicken at them, they're like, oh, he's one of them fucking Americans who wants chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's good to hear that you know people are on the same wavelength as me. But uh, yeah, I was I was waiting at the uh, train station before we got sidetracked about Brother Bear again. Yeah, always. And uh, <laughs> if we've gotten onto that subject once, we've gotten onto it once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can add that to our list of obscure references: the, the pre-Brother Bear promo, or like you know, not even promo. Do you reckon we can ask your sister what's her go-to Canadian? I don't think she has one, but we can ask. But, uh, yeah, so we're at the uh, train station. Everyone's getting new timetables and getting cold and pissed off. And this <laughs> Still sounds like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this one lady just, like, absolutely cracks it. She's at Did you clap? No, I just, like, subtly watched because I was uh, amused by her little performance. But I wasn't about to applaud her. She was putting on the scene, which, you know, entertaining for me. <laughs> but, uh, like, she was just yelling at the guy at the booth, like, crazy, just going, you know, that five minutes makes a huge difference at this time of the morning. And wow. some people can't get here that early and they need to take their kids to school, blah, blah, blah. And she was just going That's nuts. Intense. And the guy, like, he obviously, I assume, didn't make the timetable. Well, he probably, no, he did. <laughs> yeah, she knew, she knew. And uh, he was just like, taking this abuse pretty well but uh it's like i guess she's just pissed off and maybe trying to make a point that adds more trains or something i wish i could go to other people's jobs and abuse them how so just what do you mean how so probably with words but, but you, possibly you, with a series of psychological bullying that it seems abused. it seems like you can and have done that no yeah i abused a guy at Vodafone, but i mean anyone outside of the customer service realm so, like, it's not like someone's going to abuse you at work, okay. is it? <laughs> so, like, yeah, whatever she does, unless she's working in a store of some kind, you probably can't get to her. Yeah, exactly. She's untouchable. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, if you wanted to go to someone who doesn't uh, work retail or doesn't work in a call centre or something, yeah, it's exactly. like, how do you abuse a CEO? <laughs> <laughs> how do you abuse a lot of people? That's what I find myself asking every day. Why are you trying to abuse so many people? I don't know. Well, who, who, what uh, profession would you like to abuse most? Oh, that's a good question. What profession? Probably, oh, someone who makes the timetables at uni. Anyone related to uni administration. University administration is always but, rubbish. But again, you can get to those people. I can't. Well, you can get to... So I you guess. can get to people below them. I guess that kind you of are responsible for them. changing yeah. timetables once they've already been set and stuff. But it seems like a lot of that stuff is done by a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so, actually. <laughs> like, I'm going to track down your programmer. <laughs> I'm going to abuse the hell yeah. out of that IBM. Yeah, we meet again, R2-D2. <laughs> He's in charge of that, too. <laughs> he does a lot. I was trying to think of a famous computer that was as close as I could Hell? Get. I would have go gone with hell. I would have gone with... Who's hell? Hal. Oh, Hal from... Yeah, okay. Again, he's still like a robot. No. Is he? Hal controls, like... He's like a... I guess he's a computer in, like, a... You know, a space station. He just seems to have a lot more power than R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I imagine, R2-D2 would still have to do it manually, whereas Hal could kind of... 
you think you think R two D two sitting down doing sums? <laughs> just he, he's got two pieces of uh, paper next yeah. to him with different schedules, he's trying using to align Microsoft them. Excel. <laughs> Whereas I think Hal could just sort of work it out on his processes, but I feel as if R two D two would have to use spreadsheets. <laughs> um, I don't know where your frame of reference for that starts, but I, I follow you. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. really humanoid yeah, compared to Hal. He he just like wheels himself around. You don't really see R two D two doing any complex sums. Or no, anything. you don't. I feel as if he'd need paper. But he doesn't have arms, so... Yeah, Does he? No, he's got, like, a, a wheel. He's, he's got, like, one foot almost. <laughs> so he'd have to roll himself in paint and then roll himself <laughs> But you can imagine. <laughs> this is, like... There would sort of have to be some kind of art attack size piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no wonder they're always so crap. <laughs> there's... there's <laughs> That's why. Now I know why my uni time table is always rubbish because R two D two is having to work it out on an oval sized piece of paper. But not only with his wheel dipped in paint. Not only that is he's doing it. Someone has to interpret it because he just communicates in beeps. Yeah, true. So it's like R two D two paints the schedule, and then someone's this job is actually becoming a more and more plausible way. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah, because they always turn out so rubbish that this is probably one of the ways that it would happen. <laughs> so uh, he he does it. And then someone's looking at it and they're like, ah, what the, I don't know, I guess that says science. <laughs> Let's just put it at 2.30, whatever, I gotta Speaking go home. Speaking of timetabling, are you a go home early man or have a break man? Um, I would say both. <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot of breaks and then I go home. <laughs> um, no, but if someone says we've got to be here for four hours. Are we talking at work or at like a party or something? Like, I guess you don't have... <laughs> Breaks. Break it apart. <laughs> Time out, guys. All right. <laughs> I've been fifteen. <laughs> I've been boogieing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> then they play evacuate the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the signaled oh, cool down song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean it? Well, I'm just trying I'm to, so sorry. Because you said when someone takes a break, I'm thinking I'm like. <laughs> I'm going to like failure. I don't know, just organ failure. Let's take a break. Well, I was just trying to. The way you phrased it, like originally I was with you, but then when you're like, when someone says, let's take a break or whatever, like who's saying that to me at work? No, in a relationship. Do you just like to go home or take a break? No, I, I like I like again both steel stands. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. That's hysterical. I like I don't know what would a party to break? What a break in a party. Would you go to work? The song just fades <laughs> out an alarm or like an air horn I imagine sounds. Yeah. Like, but what does the break consist of? Is it the opposite of being at work? Like you all going work for fifteen minutes? No, I assume we should. Is it silent reading? We sit, like yeah, we sit quietly. <laughs> Drop everything and read. Yeah, so it's like everyone's on the dance floor, and then uh, everyone that's at line online has to uh, you know getting drinks or whatever has to just like move away from the bar area. <laughs> like, sorry, yeah, there's no like, more service for the next fifteen. You know, in like year nine, we had drop everything and read, dear. Yes, yeah. I, had, I had suppressed that. Thanks for bringing that yeah. back up. That's what I was imagining the break to be like. like Everyone just quietly pulls out their book. <laughs> their book. And drop everything and read. Yeah. Yeah, that does. That name does make it sound like we were in the middle of something when we had yeah. that class. 
<laughs> we didn't have to drop much. We were preparing to read. Yeah. Like, drop the book that I was about <laughs> to, to read. read and read a different one. Yeah. Or just, no, you just have to pick it up again, really. <laughs> oh, do you know what's really scary, though? Because you know how the acronym was DEAR, yeah. drop everything and read. Have you realised drop everything and die is dead? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Wait, have I you, know. Did, but who's using the acronym? Dead. Yeah. Like, Everyone, every day, he's dead. But did He you, dropped everything and died. Did you... Has this been on your mind for a while, or did this just come to you? Like, why are you thinking about deer as... <laughs> like, I haven't thought about deer since year nine or whatever. I don't, know. I don't know why it came up. Oh, because we were taking a break, so I was imagining it was like, drop everything and read. Where you had to drop everything but and like, read. But, like, before tonight, did you think of this dead thing? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, like, write it in my big book of jokes about reading. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like... That's something that I haven't even considered thinking about since year nine. I did, I actually, on like a similar topic, I was thinking about R&B, which, yeah. that was like another class, I think year eight, that they tried to like jam a stupid acronym into a subject. I don't remember that. You don't remember R&B? No. Rhythm and Blues was what it stood for. <laughs> it, yes. It was sex ed. Was it? You didn't remember that at all? No, I don't remember it being called R&B. Yeah, I'm like, that's really stupid. <laughs> Why not just call it sex ed? I guess they wanted to like put it on a timetable and they don't want people to... Because Ed would have claimed that is his nickname. Probably. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready, ladies. <laughs> yeah. He was disappointed every week. Ed's famous, uh, Ed fam made famous by Ed's tips for hitting on cheeks. I did do that subject with him briefly, and I had, like, this weird old lady for it. Okay. And she, like, obviously was out of touch with sex. <laughs> and so I, I moved... I feel like it hasn't changed that much over the ages. Well... Has it? I don't know. Maybe she was always out of touch, or she had just forgotten everything that she had learned. And oh, it, was, it was just really awkward. And I, I knew Ed and, like... There was other people in the class that I obviously knew, but not friends with, really. Yeah. They weren't part of my group in high school. It'd be and weird if a whole bunch of people you didn't know started showing <laughs> yeah, up, considering like, there's only about 100 people at our level. They were all musicians there for R&B. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is false advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie Smalls was there. It <laughs> <So I would've laughs> was stuck, the 90s after I, I might have stuck in that class. Oh, I know it was. It was the early thousands. I yeah, Biggie was well, well gone. <laughs> yeah, my mistake. because... Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fell from fame when he was fooled by Elton College's R&B program name. Yeah, he, he had to uh, stage some kind of uh, shooting to get some credibility back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fell for the rhythm and blues thing. Slash six ed trick again. Well, you know, Tupac fell for the same thing. You know what happened to him? <laughs> like, all right. All right. But, uh, yeah, so I, I remember switching classes because we had, like, one lesson where luckily she was away and I, like, got to go with some other friends in their class. And I'm like, this is sex ed. This is awesome. I hated it, like, every week going to this. I hate sex ed. It was awkward. But it was awkward, but, like, it was fun when you got friends you could just fuck around and you don't have, like, an 80-year-old trying to teach you <laughs> about the sex. Yeah. But, uh, memories. I so, think they should have, like, specialised sex ed teachers that just travel around in a bus and run sex ed so you don't have to have your normal teachers. So you don't have to, like, see them again yeah. in a different context. Actually, we just train teachers to teach them and then shoot them. <laughs> after they've taught it again let's get R2D2 to do this <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't feel like he'd know that much about it <laughs> I may be wrong beep 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 beep, beep. Yeah. yeah you communicate beep oh. sweet nothings to me 
that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. <laughs> well, I'd like it if someone sent me a Morse code love letter. Like, hey, baby, you zero one so much better than one zero zero. <laughs> like, <Seriously>. Are you? <laughs> yeah, so they should be just like a team, and they wear like I'm imagining in my head for some reason those like white full body suits and a mask, like they were going to like, like a people. <laughs> <laughs> just in my mind, they're dressed as fumigators. So maybe we don't have to kill them, we just have to disguise them. Yeah, pretty much. And they come in and they teach sex ed in that outfit and then get it back on. The, they've kind of got a Scooby-Doo-like mystery van. <laughs> just get back in it and drive away. Well, I, I was kind of thinking when you're going with the white outfits, there would be some kind of wannabe cool production. Oh, no. Like, they've got T-shirts and they jump around stage and clap their hands and sing songs and try and get everyone... <laughs> into it when everyone's just like sitting and staring silently in the auditorium it seems like that's the kind of thing it's like uh we had that life um with harold was it life I education the life band? Event. don't even no, i loved it but i'm saying like something along the lines of that but uh taken to the next step oh yeah it has my suits <laughs> i loved harold yeah, well, do, you want to, do you want to explain what Harold well, is? Well, I don't know. Most people in Australia, I think, should know who at our age or younger should know who Harold is. Basically, Harold was a giraffe that lived in a van that drives around to your school and teaches you about life. Yeah. This is such it's a about, weird concept when you're trying to explain it. Health, I guess. Yeah, I guess but, sort of health or societal issues. Like in the, in like, was it like bullying and stuff as well? Yeah, he did like smoking and bullying uh, okay. and like um, peer pressure and eating healthy and exercise and yeah i have i had like a whole collection of like stickers that yeah, i accumulated he gave with. you like a book yeah so like every year he would come for like another you got like one session a year yeah. and everyone was like always looking forward to it i was always way looking forward to the life event i don't know why it does seem about a bit suspicious if it's like come kids you get in this, get van. In this strange van <laughs> and, and get my giraffe yeah let the giraffe tell you about what's important in life yeah <laughs> he was a puppet for anyone confused. Yeah, was it a real giraffe? <laughs> I feel that that was probably unclear. <laughs> yeah, it's like now. someone in China going, this sounds amazing. Yeah. There's a giraffe that can tell me about smoking in Australia, Mom. Let's go. <laughs> We're a giraffe. Oh, yeah, in year, in year six, I guess, because it was the last year that we did it, we did it all throughout junior school. Yeah. The, uh, the puppeteer. I remember she was, like, singing her final song Aww. and, like, kept purposefully kind of, like, because she had her hand Kept purposefully behind. holding back tears? Probably, because <laughs> we, were, we were the best life ed kids ever. Doubt it, I was. But, uh, like, she had her hand in, like, a curtain where Harold would poke and out And she behind. made it apparent that she, he was a puppet. Yeah. <gasps> it was, that was kind of, like, the big reveal, and we are like... Well, I probably guessed this six years ago, but it's... She never did that to us. Oh, uh, you missed out. Yeah. But, uh... Sex ed would be better with more hazmat suits and less regular teachers. Yeah, I find it really weird. When did you first start getting taught sex ed in school? Year two. That's even earlier than me. That's what everyone says. They freak out. But yeah, it was in year two. We got like year four was the first one. And so that's, I guess I was 11. Year two, what, is like eight and nine or something? Um, seven? Six or seven? That's like super young. Yeah. So did they actually teach you anything of use? <laughs> I'm not telling like kid doggy kids. You're like, yeah, I could I could remember this one. Just that was all, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually lost for words. <laughs> I think I'm like 
record that last section of me talking, making my ringtone. <laughs> it's so old. <laughs> 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 you know what's really annoying? Now you can't edit that out because <laughs> I referenced it. I wasn't going to. Um, oh, mate. No, it was just where did I come from sort of stuff. Okay. So for anyone who's... Uh, again, unfamiliar with that was just like a book and like a oh, cartoon. Oh, like I'm familiar with where. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, this is the educational episode. <laughs> Anyone who's obviously unfamiliar. With yeah, that. when a boy likes a girl or is just like pretending to like a girl. <laughs> and no, when a mummy and daddy love each other very much. You haven't heard the story, obviously. But you no. obviously got a completely different version of this book. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that talks about the difference between our parents. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the book for illegitimate children. <laughs> the last picture is you burning in hell. <laughs> yeah. When a mummy meets someone that she's a bit drunk, but they, it makes them look really good. Aww. Tina listens to this. No, she doesn't. Or she'll be just nodding her head along with it. Like, yeah, that's why I taught my boy. <laughs> yeah, we got told in, like, year four. He'll never have to wonder who his daddy is, because he knows he'll never work it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, in... We watched that Where Do I Come From video in year five as yeah, well. Yeah, we watched and that, it in year two. And that was, like, a cartoon where we also were doing a play around the same time as we were doing Sex Ed. It wasn't, you know, some kind of weird R&B oh, <laughs> crossover. Okay. No, I guess it, we were waiting for our turn to go on. And it was yeah. one of those things where it's like, oh, we're at school at night time. It feels a bit weird. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like one of those things where, uh, where anywhere that you're not used to being at outside home. of hours that they operate is kind of creepy or like, it, it just, it, like a school, it feels like you're getting away with something. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And so we were watching Richie Rich. Yeah. And this is in year five. And Richie Rich finished and I guess it was still... Cartoon or film? Film version oh, okay. with Macaulay Culkin. No. The film, not the cartoon version. No, there's a cartoon film version? No, no, like a TV series. Yeah, yeah, no. Theatrical cut of Richie Rich. (laughs) Okay, my mistake. Not director's cut. Well, just for anyone who was was sitting at home trying to envision this. Like, oh, which which one is he watching? I can't put myself in the scene. (laughs) They were crawling across across Mount Richmore or whatever they call it. And uh, then the movie ends, but we still have enough time to kill before we're supposed to go on stage. And so my year five teacher puts on again the Where Do We Come From video <laughs> as like entertainment. It's a hideous entertainment. Yeah, it was the worst. And it was like, uh, we'd already watched it that week, so it's not even new. Why did she put that on? Because I guess it's like a, a cartoon in her mind. It's like, oh, this will keep them busy. But- there must have been something else available. I really, I really would have preferred nothing to yeah, that. Yeah, I think so too. I would have preferred, well, let's just drop everything and read. Well, <laughs> yeah, they were uh, behind the times. We hadn't got to deer yet. <laughs> That's one of those memories that stuck to me. I was like, well, it just explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, why were they teaching us this in year five as, as like, you know, entertainment? But, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> that would come years later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tell, tell me when I can actually uh, use this stuff. But, yeah, they taught us it in year four as well. But they, like, jumped way too fast to the technical stuff. Pardon? I don't think they wanted to mention penis or vagina anywhere through this whole lesson. Oh, difficult. 
and sounds like a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> the Amazing Race sex ed. Go to this class. <laughs> sex ed without using any. Yeah, and, and buzzer sound every time yeah. you start to use the penis. And like, can I say schlong? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And so we had like our uh, school nurse come to try and like run us through the ropes, and she clearly uh, was teaching at like. I assume 90% of the class didn't pick up on what she was saying. Like, I think I kind of already knew by that point, and I was looking around the class How going... How metaphorical was she being? She wasn't being metaphorical at all, but she was just being so technical that it was... Like, she skipped the basics. So it's, like, all about, like, sperm and eggs. Oh, okay. When they didn't explain what the fuck a sperm or egg was. Oh, really? And so it's, like... So it's just, like, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> things flying around. Oh, that's um, that's a scary thought. That could have put that could have given everyone nightmares. <laughs> that's a really terrifying thought. Wow. <laughs> Am I Nick? Yeah. <laughs> could this happen to me? <laughs> and so uh, she had this magnetic board of like the inside of a girl's uterus, and oh, had like oh, of the inside. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't inside <laughs> someone. This is what you get for playing with your iPhone instead of listening to me doing the podcast. What was it? I was reading a comment on Facebook. Oh, okay, it's good. Not playing. Sure. It's communicating with my fellow human. It's a need. Can you communicate with me? No. <laughs> no, because you're not very nice. All right, I'll do the show as by myself. By the last thirty seconds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's got like it's like a. <laughs> Can you communicate with me? We're doing a we're I doing think a show that's here. The most sensitive thing you've ever seen. Well, I, I'm trying to think of uh, you know. It seems like a back and forth. <laughs> I, I, I kind of brought you here for that purpose. What do you mean? What do you mean? We're doing a podcast. <laughs> no, no, but can you communicate me? It's all very, I'm okay, you're okay. Like, sort of a self-help book thing to say. No, I want more of your witty banter on magnetic sperm. Oh, my Yeah. <laughs> magnetic sperm, that's terrifying. It was kind of. And so she's got, <laughs> she's got like this. It's, it's I like, can't do this show. <laughs> I'm falling to pieces. <sighs> she's got like this magnetic board of like the inside of a uterus and a magnetic sperm and a magnetic <laughs> egg. This is so ridiculous. And that's like how, how we were supposed to learn about sex in year four. <laughs> that's really confusing. It, it, like, if I hadn't have had, like, the prior knowledge, I would have been, like, confused. I know I was looking around the class going, these guys don't get it. No idea. Yeah. And Why did you know so much? Probably TV. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm guessing. I learned to say the F word from Alanis Morissette. From uh, You Ought to Know or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember listening to You Ought to Know at uh, my friend's house, and he was older than me. And he would, like, censor it. How? So, like, he would, like, yeah. He singing the national anthem really loudly over the top. Kind of. <laughs> he was, like, trying to protect me or something. How old was he? He was only, like, three years older this than me. Peters. Yeah. How'd you know? Because <laughs> it was, like, my it one older like friend. you could do as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, we were playing that song, and um, when it gets to, I think, like, maybe chicken shit and the go down at you in, with you in the cinema or whatever. Go down on you in a cinema. Yeah. yeah. He would go up <laughs> really loudly. <laughs> And I'd be like, what the fuck? I wouldn't have, like, I guarantee I wouldn't have picked up on it. <laughs> you tuned if, it out? Yeah. But I'm like... But he's only, like, two years older than you. Yeah, three years older than me. Oh, three is it? I guess he felt like I was. it was too but much for my impressionable like, ears. Is not something in your eight or... About that, I'm guessing, yeah. Oh, no, he, you were maybe 
Because I remember it was grade four, I think. Okay. So you would have been about 10 and he would have been about 13. Uh, sounds about the right. <laughs> My impressionable ears. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I heard the song later. <laughs> like, <laughs> years later, I'm like, oh, that's what he was censoring me from. But it really, like, bugged me at the time because I was trying to listen through it and I couldn't because he was like... I'd be afraid my friend was morphing slowly into the boogeyman. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the noise I assume the boogeyman makes. Maybe he was doing both and I just assumed he was censoring me. <laughs> like, ooh, good thing my morphs match up with the dirty words in this song. <laughs> oh, <that's> scary. <laughs> I actually I have an ultrasound of my uterus tomorrow. Can you get, like, a printout and we can make it magnetic? Okay. Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> and we can put magnetic rings in my uterus. Finally. That's really context. If you edit that to be just a sentence. I really hope that you didn't mumble through it. Because you had my. You were sucking on my hoodie. So it does. I don't help, but. This is the weirdest sentence ever. To clarify, Vicky said we can put magnetic things on my uterus. If we missed it. Out of context, that's probably the dirtiest thing I've said in my life. <laughs> Or you can get a magnet from the outside, and I don't want to go. <laughs> so, uh, like, that was year four. And then year five, we got, like, bumped down to puberty. Oh, So, okay. like, they assumed that we hadn't have been taught any of that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it was like, this is a boner. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Old school, man. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to magnetic uteruses. Yeah. We've passed this. Yeah. <laughs> Get with the times. We're watching. You're watching. Where did we come from? When we've already hit the peak of like what I should have learned in year twelve. What? Well, I figure like magnetic <laughs> uteruses. So that's got to be like. That's the most confusing story you've ever told me. What? Don't you think that magnetic magnetic uterus sounds like it should come way after year four? Yes. Yeah. So I figure like. Where can I you go feel from there? That should ever come into your school? <laughs> Me too, but it did, <laughs> and quite early. So I like just the weirdest thing. So it's like we peaked at year four in terms of like how hardcore our sex ed got. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, when I'm learning about pubic hair and periods, I'm like, I'm bored now. <laughs> With my yeah, <laughs> were you hoping you would get wheeled in again? <laughs> I was going to put magnetic shit up there. <laughs> Ew. Ah. Oh. Okay. So you meant actual, like... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so why? What was your year two sex ed class like then? I can't remember. All I remember was there was this surprise-looking baby. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a cartoon baby pushing its way out. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> was this, like, in the video? No, it? it was just a picture in the book. Yeah. And the baby looked surprised, but it also appears to be pushing against... With its arms. It's probably a pretty helpful way to illustrate it rather than tell kids at that age the truth about the horrificness of childbirth. It's like, yeah. the kid just pushes his way out. out. The yeah. end. <laughs> True. But uh, did you actually understand what was going on? Yeah, it was pretty clear. It was quite a clear book. But was, was that the first time that you'd been taught that stuff or you already yeah, knew Yeah, and then our spelling test the next day involved penis and vagina. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> way to integrate curriculum. I know, right? <laughs> In case you need to write a letter about it to someone. Yeah, exactly. Well, did, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to write it, but not only that, I want to make sure I'm grammatically correct. correct. Yeah, I want to be spelling this right. But uh, I think 
the closest that we got to magnetic uterus was the penis bananas. Oh, that's pretty awful. That like, I think we've talked about that before on the podcast. Maybe. But to clarify, that was in hmm. R&B, in year nine. And, was it? That was uh, horrific. Which was basically like... I'm afraid of bananas. <laughs> it scarred you for life. Well, yeah, because it didn't... It wasn't apparent what was on the inside. There's no reason to suspect it wasn't a banana. Yeah, well, <clears> uh, <throat> I assumed that... Because the whole exercise was how to put a condom on. Didn't teach me anything, by the way. <laughs> no. No, it really didn't. It was mostly just like how to fuck around with a condom. In, like, the less fun way. <laughs> I don't know. In some ways, the more fun way. Maybe. In, in a different way than it was actually useful. In another anyway. fun way. Yeah. But uh, they were just basically just, like, plastic bananas that came apart. And, like, the banana, the outer casing, was hiding a penis inside. A really basically. erect, well-coloured penis. It was disgusting. Yeah, it was quite... Uh, it was really... Lifelike. Graphic, yeah. <laughs> and it was just inside this ordinary banana. There was no reason to suspect you weren't going to open the banana to a banana. So now I'm trepidatious opening every banana. Yeah, because it's like you're just going to peel off the skin. And there it is. And then you got to peel right back the Right in front of you. Yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> 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 is that another new message tone? No, that's me not liking that. Yeah. I guess that's our sex ed experience. Oh, it was awful. Sex ed experiences are always awful. No one's ever like, that was informative and appropriate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never happened in the history of sex ed. Should we get back on topic for the rambliversary? Oh, can we please? <laughs> so uh, I don't even think that we ended up mentioning it, but this is our third year of doing the podcast is it officially really three today. Years? Yeah, apparently, oh, wow. according to our website, it is. <laughs> is this our longest term relationship for both of us? Mm, I've had a four and a half year relationship. Oh, okay. So you still got a little while to go. Yeah, got to hold on. Yeah, about another 50% more and this will be my longest relationship. Oh, wow. Okay. This is by far my, this is trouncing my longest relationship. Well, see, the thing that works for this relationship is that we often don't see each other for extended periods of time. <laughs> but that's your perfect relationship, I feel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad we don't disagree with that. Yeah. But is, is that not your perfect relationship? No. So how often in your, like, old... You know, optimum scenario, do you see your boyfriend? Three times a week. That's so much. <laughs> but you're meant to really like this person and want to be around them. But even, like, my best friend, I don't want to see that much. Yeah, but don't you just want to be around your girlfriend? Like, it's not like I don't enjoy time with girlfriends. And, like, in the high school, I had girlfriends where I would see them, you know, more than that. Because yeah, well, because you're at school together. Yeah. So that I works, saw, yeah, that works better. boyfriend, like, seven days a week. Yeah, exactly. And then, don't you, like, after that seventh day, like, want to get some time alone or something? I don't know. I guess. Because you say, like, remember. you say three, three days a week. Yeah. But, like, how many of those days are you staying over that night? Which, like, basically counts as two days, you know? Um. All of them? No. No, no, no. I don't tend to stay over at people's houses overnight. We did when you were in Alexa dating. Yeah, but that was seven years ago. But that's like your, you know, he was your boyfriend at the time. Isn't that like a usual but relationship? But then, like I said, we were seeing each other like seven days a week with me and Alex. So it's kind of different. It was like cabin fever. <laughs> but, don't, but don't you, uh, do you see what I'm saying? Like if you were in a relationship now, with someone. Now, probably not. Okay. That may, that sounds better to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally three. So I'd see you on a weeknight for a date. Yeah. And then, like, probably Saturday night for some sort of party situation. Yeah, if I'm already going to one, you can tag along, sure. Yeah, or if, yeah, if either of us is going out somewhere. We then the other one together. can follow. 
But if neither of us had plans, then you can then do like you know a movie, a movie or, or something. Or, yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm digging this so far. And then maybe like a Sunday afternoon. Well, I don't know, afternoon. See, that's situation. the Sunday was like where you're hesitating. Like, oh, I don't know what to do, but I feel like I need to get together. No, 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 because that's sort of like the weekend wrap up. So you do some sort of fun activity slash eat. Slash eat. Yeah, that's your weekend wrap up where you talk about what happened that week. See, that's where you're not selling me. If anyone wants to date me not on and on off. <laughs> In fact, on and off, I mean mostly off. Yeah, mostly off. Yeah. But don't you, like, when you're dating someone, I just really want to be near them. I like, want I that. Really I haven't found that. Oh, really? Mm. I'm like, I don't care, I just want to be near you. But, like, I, I don't know if I'll ever find that. I feel like I'm not the kind of person that wants to hang out with... Anyone? Anyone that much. <laughs> like, any one person. Like, I'm happy to hang out with, like, you one day, and then another friend another day, and then Alex another day, and Julian another day. Like, so, like, I'm seeing people every day. Yeah. But not the same people. I get bored. <laughs> oh, that's weird. No, like, yeah, with people... Well, it's like, I've, I've already seen you for, like, five hours yesterday. We said everything to each other, you know? Like, I need to go experience things with other people so I can come back to you and make this relationship work better. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you spend like, you know, a whole week with someone, no. then it's like, I don't have anything experienced to bring to this relationship except for what we've experienced together. Like, what are you thinking? Nothing. We've been together for seven days. Yeah. It was like the whole scenario where I uh, explained on the train. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So it's like, what's up? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hanging out for six hours. You know, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, I've only really dated, like, two guys that I just really liked. Mm. But when you're with them, it's just like, oh, I just want to be with them. Like, I don't care. I just want to hang out with them. It doesn't really matter what we do. Okay. That's good. I, I assume that's what a relationship should be. Yeah. Because like, like, even if you're, like, just hanging around each other but not really doing anything. See, I don't like that. That's fine. Because, I like, I wish I was more comfortable in that scenario. I've been to friends' houses where they're not living together, but their girlfriend or boyfriend will be hanging out and just doing their own thing. Yeah. And it's like they're chatting to their parents or family or just watching TV. And I'm like, don't you have to like go pay attention to your girlfriend? And like, nah, she's cool. It's like, it's like you go do your own thing, but she's at your house and that somehow counts. Yeah. I feel like I'm neglecting them if I do that. No, that's nice. I like that. I like hanging out at like someone else's house, but not because like, yeah, it's true. Like, it's hard to interact with someone for, like, 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, because like, I, I feel like if they came over to my house, they came over to see me. I don't know. Usually, like, if I'm going to see someone, a lot of the time I'll have stuff to do. So I'll be like, oh, especially if you're both students, it's good. So what, you go over there and do your homework or something? Yeah, pretty much. And, like... That's weird. Just chat to them every so often. Well, no, it's like living with your family. Like, you know how it's just nice when people are home? Because, like, yeah. you kind of feel like talking, but you don't... I feel like doing shit. Yeah. See, I get that. that. I think, like, if I lived with someone, that might be more the case. No, I But, like, if like... they're just, like, visiting you, I feel like, I, like I'm compelled to entertain them. No. No, they're, like, your best mate. So you just go and do whatever you want. And, like, occasionally, if you, you're, like, something funny will come up where you'll say something or ask their opinion on something. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> That's why people like it so much. Yeah, okay, well... Maybe I'll try a relationship one day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, having said that, there's only been probably two guys that I've really liked that I really wanted to spend a lot of time with. If I'm not that into them, then, yeah, it is kind of annoying. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like, oh, we could hang out, but I've got other stuff to do. Yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll find time if, like, someone I really like. Yeah, sure. You reminded me 
that before the show we were talking about your proposal to me at yeah. the end of the last episode. No, no, no. It wasn't at the end of the last episode. It was in our new show on the radio. Yeah, which I turned into episode 43. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. Okay. Glad to see you're paying attention to the Facebook page <laughs> and the really iTunes busy. and the website. <laughs> Everywhere else. My text messages. Yeah. The balloons I've released as um, promo. My constant, hey, Vicky, episode 43, the prop shows all is up. <laughs> uh, so for anyone. The Gorilla Gram. <laughs> The, yeah, <laughs> the singing, the gorilla glam, if anything. For all those things, you did a proposal at the end of last week's episode. Yeah, I proposed last, to you. Last episode of Insane Rambling yeah, slash Prop Shows. First episode of Prop Shows All. And you were, you were saying this to my mum. Yeah, I asked your mum if. Uh, well, I told your mum that I'd plan, I asked you to marry you. Mm. Is that how you would say I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think everyone gets the point. Yes. My mum was informed of the proposal. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, you guys are wondering why I wasn't taking this more seriously? My proposal? Yeah. Yeah, why did someone else propose to you? No, no, no. said yes. Oh. Well, I'm saying you already proposed to our friend Julian. Did I? How do you not remember this? Did I propose marriage to Julian? Like a thousand times. I don't remember. Was that the night we went out to see that movie? Yeah. I wasn't even drunk. I don't drink. I know. So that's weird. Yeah. So you can't even use that as an excuse. Nah. I don't, just don't remember saying that. You wanted to, like, marry him if... Uh, well, first of all, it was just like, I want to marry you for Aww. whatever reason. He's like, well, this feels like a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, I would marry Julian. He's adorable. You were proposing to him. But I don't I'm, I'm that at all. But I'm saying you don't know what marriage means. If, yeah. if you're proposing to someone that you're not even seeing or like in a relationship with or potentially even want to date. <laughs> yeah. So what, So when you proposed to me, and then like also that evolved to me potentially being your backup Beyonce. or something? Oh, yeah, backup. Yeah, your sister asked me to make you my backup. Or to ask me if I, was, I would be your backup. Yeah. That's I'm not, not really sure what that is. <laughs> oh, why? I don't want to be your backup. Why? Why would I? Well, sell me on it. What do I get? <laughs> you get, if no one else wants you, I'll have you. That doesn't sound like the greatest pitch of all time. I don't know, it's, it's worked a lot. No, everyone has a backup. Except for you, apparently. I've got one. What? I was offering you first backup price. All right, who's, who's your other backup? Renee, Caitlin, Leah, and Heidi. No, Renee, Caitlin, Leah, Amelia. What, in that order? No, it's actually a five-people deal where if two of us <laughs> aren't married, we marry each other. But okay. if one of us is left unmarried, we get to choose which couple we want to join. So if everyone else has gotten married to a guy, oh. the single leftover can join any marriage. Doesn't this guy have anything to say about no. it? No. Every person we date has to be warned that that's the case, that they may end up with an extra wife. <laughs> so do you get to hook up with this extra husband or... Extra yeah. You're their wife. All right. It's not sounding too bad. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> I've only had to bring it up, I think, with one boy that I was dating. Yeah. That, that was a possibility. And what, what was his reaction? I don't think he was keen. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the terms of this deal? Like, is it by a certain age or something? 55 or something, I think. So it'd be by the time you'd be getting quite sick of your husband, probably. Yeah, so you're like, I could, I'm ready to split the load. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be cooking bacon and eggs every second morning. Uh, all right, well, what if there's three people not in relationships and two people 
with husbands? Um, we cast lots for the people to marry each other, and then the third person left over gets... Cast lots. Like, do a lottery. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Is that an expression? Cast lots? <laughs> It's from the Bible. Really? I never heard this before. <laughs> I think it, I might have just quoted the Bible. It sounds more like Harry Potter. Really, really horrible explanation of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move quickly away from this. Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, so we do like a lottery where two people marry each other and then the third person chooses. Joins a, joins a, joins a, a couple of choice. Couple, including your new couple? Including the new couple. Okay, I'm glad you've thought, thought through the rules. Yeah, no, they're really, they're airtight, my friend. What if by like 55 uh, you want out of this deal? Too bad. It's signed in handshakes. Ooh, <laughs> that's serious. I know. So, uh, so you've already got a backup. Why do you need me? In case you want like a male backup. Yeah, what, yeah. First, first male backup. It sounds so like. Why can't you marry people you don't want to date? It seems like it's not going to end well. I don't know. We might die before we stop getting along. We get along really well. We could be married. But in like one hour-long dose a month. <laughs> can you not imagine living with me? No, I can. That's the problem. <laughs> I can all too well and yeah. be a nightmare. I was already trying to start a podcast for an hour before uh, the show when you just. We're hanging out, chatting to all my sister's friends. But that's friends. what you said you like. But I didn't like it. You're so confusing. Maybe no I... wonder your girlfriends are always confused. <laughs> you're like, I'd love it if a girl came over to my house and just hung out. But now you're like, come and spend time with me. Communicate. Well, because on, on this occasion, you purposefully came to hang out with me. If you came to just like chill and that's what you did then that's, like, acceptable. But you were eating into bend time, not chill time. Oh, I see. You yeah. are more possessive than I thought. <laughs> You're very sensitive today's episode. Did something happen? I don't think so. <laughs> but maybe I'm just... Communicate with me is probably one of your greatest quotes. <laughs> Communicate with me. I think it, you're putting a tone on it that was... Yeah, it was not there. It was more communicate with me. Yeah, I, the well, emphasis was, was on, on the, the with. Yeah. No, no. Communicate with me. Yeah, okay. If, if the emphasis was on the whip, communicate with me. Yeah. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Communicate with me sounds like I'm just sort of lecturing you. Okay. But I guess it's communicate like. Communicate with me. The, the whole. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Did I tell you I was. Uh... I didn't steal your wallet. Have you done that one? It's no. when you're trying to speech, teach emphasis to mm. like people whose English is the second language. Okay. Like, I didn't steal your wallet. I didn't steal your wallet. I didn't steal your wallet. <laughs> you just go through like, yeah, how it changes the meaning. So what's the, what's the first one? I mean, I didn't steal, like someone did. Someone else did, yeah. Okay. I didn't steal your wallet. But that also like, implies, someone else's. It implies that you know who stole yeah, your exactly. wallet. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, what, a prank? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A wallet. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I didn't steal your wallet is like, but I well, something else. But that, that one's like, uh, kind of like a subtle hint is that, yeah, I did steal something. Yeah. But like, if someone stole my wallet, they, <laughs> they knew who stole it. Exactly. And they didn't tell me. I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, did I tell you about the time my clothes blew away at the beach and no one did anything about it? I don't know. Tell me. Yeah, I came yeah. back looking for my clothes after I'd been in the water. Okay. And I was like, there were some people around. I was like, oh, excuse me. Did you see like anyone walk off with like some clothes? Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, they blew away. <laughs> I think to do anything about that. They just watched my clothes blow away. What were they doing? Were they in the water or no, like they were just, like, just on the beach? On the beach right next to them sitting on a towel and just watched my clothes blow away. Did they know they were specifically yours or someone's? 
Well, they weren't no one's clothes. They were my stuff. Like, the clothes didn't go to the beach by themselves. So could you, like, chase them down the beach or something? No, they were just gone. I so, had no idea where. So what, you had to, like, go home in your bathers or something? Well, I don't live that far away, fortunately, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It was, like, oh, this is a bit rubbish. Like, Thanks, random couple. Yes. Yeah, I think it was just my shirts. I had pants. So it was like someone was uh, trying to... It's like one of those, you know, 80s movies where someone goes skinny dipping and everyone, like, steals all their clothes and yes, hilarity. the wind did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to reveal that I used to be a DJ. Oh, is it? Yeah. I well, thought that was in two minutes from now. Well, my alarm was set and my, everything. My preamble will go for two minutes or so. Oh, all right, good. I have kidney pain. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anything else? No, good. Well, for those of you still doing the graph of Vicky's health status at home. Yeah, we're down one kidney. Good. You got, you got another one, right? As far as I know, this really hurts. Anyway, go on. So, uh, for our ramble versaries we tend to like to play a little clip of something something they got delayed in uh, no well like in the first one we played a clip from our uh our episode that never made it to the podcast our car cast no it's more of uh the one tree hill thing oh yeah <laughs> the commentary that was quite funny yeah except that you couldn't hear the uh you couldn't hear us which i guess is the <laughs> important part and you couldn't see One Tree Hill, which probably means you nothing really made sense. You're this angle. Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Your kidney shit. <laughs> it's because no, I was... It's their way. Alright. So, um... Edit that out. Yeah, so the first one we played the One Tree Hill bit. The second one we played, I think it was like a flashback to something that may or may not have actually happened. Did we? Okay. Yeah, and so I thought we had to, uh, you know, find something similar for this one. And I came across an old CD of mine from my Beats FM days. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited. So this was basically when I was uh, 13, I believe. and I did mixed tapes. I didn't make it to CD. Did you uh, record your voice on the actual tape? Yes. What do you mean? No, I was just like, what was what was on your mixtape? Like, yeah, no, my not, not just I used to do radio shows. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is. Oh, I should look for it. Yeah, if you can bring it in, we'll. Uh, I will. We'll do a battle of our I, DJ I days. I think I was like seven. Yeah, I used to be. A, I used to pretend to be a DJ on awesome. this tape. And if you've got like something I that can. Completely forgot about. If that. you've got something that can play cassettes as well, it would also help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these, these are some clips that when it was about the time CD burners just became a oh, thing. Oh, so you couldn't wait. Oh, yeah, I was making mixed CDs like nobody's business. <laughs> and uh, so after I got bored of just making CDs, I took it to the next level. And we had... Uh, what was your DJ name? Mixed Master Moore. Was it? <laughs> you sound like a kitchen appliance. <laughs> you sound like the, the upgraded version of a kitchen appliance. Yeah, yeah. With just $20 more, you can get the Mixmaster more. <laughs> Comes with a set of free steak knives. <laughs> so after I made my brilliant mix CD, I had to take it to the next level, and I recorded hilarious banter between the tracks. Oh, I can't wait. And so I'm going to play a few of them now. If it puts us to shame, I'm going to be pretty sad. Well, there's some of it that I was like, I don't remember any of this. I listened to it for the first time like last <laughs> week. In... How old was I when I started this show? Was it 20? Oh, three years ago. 20. So, yeah, 20. Wow. How times have changed. Seriously. You're going to go back and listen to the old episodes, see your uh, your high-pitched young voice. 
<laughs> There's times I spent in that choir. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I put, I put, like, a backing track behind it. And I made, like, some station branding and everything. It was to the next level stuff. And wow. It's stuff- this is, like, more intense than our actual podcast. I know. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, that is something that I would have written. But I have no memory of doing this. <laughs> but obviously my sense of humor has not changed in, what, like, so, four, 11 years, years, I guess, yeah. So uh, this is the first track, which is the intro to the CD slash me... I guess introducing my radio show, if you want to call it that. And I don't know if I mentioned it, the uh, the station or the show was called Beats FM. You did. Don't worry, you mentioned it. You know, I know how much you want us to know. Hey everyone, you're listening to Mix Master More on Beats FM. I'm going to be laying down some of the best and freshest tunes out there, so everyone sit back and enjoy the beats. First off, we have a new group, System of the Down, with their song, Chop Soup. Enjoy. <laughs> you were auto-tuned before there was auto-tuned well I think it's the, one of those things where the mic that I had wasn't very good so it distorted the sound a bit <laughs> why were you American as well uh, yeah I know <laughs> I put on an accent it's like every DJ has to be American apparently yeah. well it's like have you ever have you ever acted in anything I guess like our Insane Ramblings videos and that's about it yeah that'd be it yeah oh, I've been in a play a few plays because like a lot of people for Australians and like in my case it's uh, happened on occasion where you go to deliver a line and it comes out American. <laughs> it's just because I guess we hear so much American accents when people are acting. I feel like a moron if I'm hanging out with a North American mm. and I'm speaking in my normal accent. I'm like, I feel stupid. Like, I always adopt their accent. Like, do they ever say anything about that? They don't notice. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it seems like um, you can get away with more stuff if you've got an American accent. Like, you... They sound cooler or something. I know, and you just sound like such a bogan. Like, I just feel so... I sound uneducated compared to them. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just painful. I sound silly, like stupid. Well, sometimes if you're watching a TV show where there's a lot of Americans and then just, like, one Australian, you're like, what accent is that? Yeah, I know. You're like, (laughs) like, wow. crazy. You're like, are they British or Australian? And then they're like, hey, Aussie Bob. And you're like, ah, damn it. I knew it. Because it does, it does sound... He's on every show. It does sound weird when compared to American accents. Sounds terrible. Oh, it sounds awful. But then if you go over to America, like, I have been told people like it. I know, everyone's like, oh, it's such a cute accent, but I'm like, it sounds terrible. I think it just makes it sound like morons. But even when I was over there, they didn't seem to even pick up that I was foreign. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) So maybe they can't tell at all. Well, yeah, I had friends over there who didn't notice that I was picking up their accent. Mm. Anyway, all right, so this is... uh, this is me introducing another song where I think the previous song was called Do You Love Me? And so I, I did a little bit of banter based on that. Yeah, you did. Answering that question, yeah, Mademoiselle, we love you. Too bad you guys can't do math because there's only 24 hours a day last time I checked. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting a little thirsty, so I think it's time for some Jean-Jacques smoothie. So I don't know if you got I all of that. I cannot even tell... What? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> what the 
<laughs> what in the actual hell? It's it's a combination of a lot of things because a the microphone sucks. B I'm putting on an accent, and C there's like music blaring in the background, so it's, it's not the most intelligible slice of audio. But I think what I'm saying is that the song was by Mademoiselle, and the song was called "Do You Love Me," and so I'm like, yeah, Mademoiselle, we love you, something like that. And then um, like, talking about there's only 24 hours in <laughs> yeah, a day. Like too bad you can't do maths because there's only 24 hours a day because one of the lyrics is uh, I love you 25 hours a day oh, <laughs> oh good banter and then I segue nicely into the next song with oh I'm thirsty it's time for some John Jack smoothie because that's the I name of the band oh is it yeah that's I guess that's the guy who is like the DJ or whatever that did that song oh and so I'm like, yeah smoothie could be a drink <laughs> and so that was that was I'm so glad you've I've archived this. No, I was going to go with something very different. Alright, this is uh, me introducing the Blue Monday song, Orgy. Okay, now I think Orgy is looking a little blue with this next song. Everybody, Everybody it's an Orgy with, with Blue Monday. Monday. <laughs> There's some special effects for you. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing that whilst being beamed into the spaceship? <laughs> I better quickly announce this song before the aliens take me away. That's also... Uh, the uh, whole fact of, you know, a 13 year old saying it's time for an orgy, everyone. <laughs> Too much sex ed. I reckon. You peaked early. This is what happens when you get <laughs> magnetic uteruses at year four. You start <laughs> By right 13 year old. Like, yeah. You're announcing orgies and getting beamed into aliens. Exactly. <laughs> um, Alright, what have we got? This one is where I take my first call in. <laughs> no, who calls? <laughs> It's, is it you? It's not me. Oh, is it Kirsty? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you roped her into this. I know. So she would have been like 11. Yeah, she would have been like 10 or 11. Yeah, I guess about 11 sounds about right. And uh, I'm pretty sure I just gave her a couple of lines to say and she is two call-in guests and this is the first of those two. Nice. That was the seventh of many great songs we're playing tonight. Okay, we have a song request coming through from Amy Giles in North Haven. How are we, Amy? Yeah, I'm great, but I'd be even better if you played Cake, Short Skirt, Long Jacket. Well, here we have it. Cake, Short Skirt, Long Jacket. So, uh, I don't know if you caught that. There was a Simpsons reference in there. Didn't get it. It was Amy from North Haverbrook. Oh, really? <laughs> which, if anyone is unfamiliar with North Haverbrook, A, shame on you. Because that is one of the places that Lyle Langley built a monorail <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. before Springfield. <laughs> so uh, the other day we went to Geelong and we felt we're like, this is a lot like going to Shelbyville. <laughs> <laughs> is it just like the same but more cousins are marrying each other? Pretty much. That's Geelong. Mm, fair enough. This one is when you were asking about what my DJ name was. Uh, I actually announced that people apparently call me Mixmaster more. I don't think that don't anyone's think, ever I knew me. you when you were 13. Or did I? We'll make up a different story where we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they call him Sonic, they call me Mixmaster more. And they call this next group Incubus with anti-gravity love song. <laughs> Your American accent's starting to fail. Yeah, I probably... I can tell you're getting fatigued. I got bored of it by uh, the seventh track. <laughs> but, uh... I am kind of, like, impressed by the track list on this CD. For the most part, it's pretty good. Yeah, I was saying some bad songs, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this one, this one's me uh, introducing some P. Diddy, or Puff the Magic Daddy, as I may refer to him. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> okay, now we have the bad boy for life. P. Diddy, or Puff Daddy, or Puff the Magic Daddy, whatever you want to call him. 
Hey. You sound like it's getting lighter at night. <laughs> I can only imagine this was done during the day. That was, I assume so. But, uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's getting lighter and like, this is like late night radio. Yeah, I was getting into Tokyo slumber party mode. You were! You were doing Tokyo slumber party. I've got to download that. <laughs> we need an app. Is there a way I can download them to my phone? Yeah. Is there? I choose. Okay, I'm going to do that while you're talking. Yeah, great. <laughs> Communicate with me. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. I've got a 13-year-old Venta co-host. Communicate with me. And then this is my sister calling in again, but this time as another character, apparently. She might sound almost identical to the last character that she played, but I believe this one is Chelsea from Out West. (laughs) That last song reminds me that it's time for another caller, and this time it's Chelsea from somewhere out west. How are you, Chelsea, and what songs do you want to play? Howdy, I'm Chelsea, and if you don't play three garbage songs in a row, I'm gonna eat your parents! Okay, then... How about breaking up the girl for a start? Fun! Pretty much the kind of thing that I would write. <laughs> I was like, yep, if uh, if you don't play three songs in a row, I'm going to eat your parents. I'm like, that does sound <laughs> like me. I don't have any recollection of this, but uh, I'm glad that I can present it to you now, 12 years later. It's a beautiful and wonderful thing, Ben. Finally, this is... The last track where I uh, say goodnight to everyone. Uh, thanks everyone. I hope you enjoy the show, even though we had a psychopath or two on the show, not naming any names. <coughs> Chelsea. Yeah, well, goodnight and see ya next time on Beats FM. Beats FM. Because, you know, it's all the rage when it's echoing. But also... I also snuck in a very late 90s, early 2000s sneeze saying the name. Yes. I used to go with the cough, but that worked. Yeah, cough, sneeze, they're the same. You know, it's indistinguishable on radio. But, uh, yeah, what do you think of my DJ career? Pretty illustrious? Um, I think... I... <laughs> I'll take that as two thumbs up. <laughs> two very big thumbs up. I'm downloading all of the Tokyo Slumber Party as we speak. <laughs> well, uh... Care to recommend them to our listeners while uh, while you do that? Oh my gosh, this is the most amazing audio ever made. I think we were spending possibly like twelve hours a day outside the house. Would you say? Uh, probably less, but like we were definitely spending every day together. Yeah, we'd spent all day every day which, together. As established, is too long. Ben hates. I was leaving the country I'd been living in for a year and a half. At the end of the week, I think I just stopped dating someone and. Ben had come over and we'd do this podcast at 2 a.m. after well, spending the whole day. The other thing is that for the first night especially, I had stayed up almost all night the night before because I went to a movie late night. Oh, I, before you came over, yeah. Then I had to get up super early for a flight to Japan. Then I barely slept on the plane. Actually, I don't even think I did sleep on the plane. I got to Japan and we went out to a bar. Yeah, we went straight to a bar. That's right. And so I was wrecked. And then we did a podcast. <laughs> and that's episode one. Yeah. And episodes uh, two to four followed in a similar pattern. So it was very... So great. It just becomes unintelligible by if, the end. If you haven't listened to it, go uh, check those out. You're missing out. They're yeah. all in the podcast feed as well. I don't know. They've had mixed feedback, but <laughs> I enjoy them. If you want to get to know our real selves when... At 1am when we're exhausted and delirious. Yeah. yeah. Apparently hilarious. I know. I We thought we were hysterical. We thought we were the funniest people going around. I enjoyed myself. 
I think there's a uh, in color in Lingering Hovering Dad. Oh, I can't wait until Lingering Hovering Dad comes out. I'm not promising that. Also, the check way. the um, check the reaction video of Ben to the giant Buddha. Yeah, so I uh, I put up a extended scene so version on YouTube, which it's not on the regular podcast feed. It's on the website and our YouTube and Facebook. So uh, that's basically if you saw the clip from our in color uh, Japan tour where I'm at the giant Buddha and less than overwhelmed. <laughs> uh, you can see the extended version. One of my favorite moments I think is Ben reading out his fortune for that year. Yeah. That's which probably one of my favorite moments. I did uh, find recently. So I might have to try and put that on the, uh, on the gallery of a previous episode at some uh, stage. The Tokyo summer party was probably the high point of my podcast experience. Do you have any favorite podcast moments? Like just off the top of your head that you're like looking back, that was so fun. For, for whatever reason, it's not like one that's extremely fun, but I did find it interesting that for our one year podcast, the two clips that we played for our highlights package involve us choking. Yeah, that's right. There's one where I start talking about the spider. Yeah, you're talking like a I ranger think... Vicky about a spider. Was it about the spider in the microwave? Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, gags to the point of dry reaching during the story, and it's like she's about to throw up on my bed. <laughs> and we played that again during our first anniversary episode. Amazing. And the other one is when I'm eating a kill python. Oh, uh, yeah, and you start choking and you have to run to the bathroom. Yeah, for whatever reason, after one year of podcasting, we're like, those are the two moments that represent this keep, show. Yeah. <laughs> we have to replay those. <laughs> Make sure no one missed out on us dry reaching on radio. <laughs> So that just amused you. Some of my favorite moments, like, just to get more serious. Yeah. I think I, like, doing our first video was such a buzz. Do you remember that? Doing was that was really fun. And we filmed it and edited it in one day. And, like, we, we wrote it, filmed it, edited it in one day. And it was just on so, like, we've never done a video that's been so easy since. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty impressive that it worked so well. Yeah, that was like, I don't, I think if we'd done any other video first, we would never have done another video. I was impressed with how well it turned out because I've, like, watched that every so often since. And it still makes you laugh? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm, it's one of those things where I'm just, like, testing it for whatever reason, and I'll watch the first 30 seconds, and then I'll end up just watching the whole thing. Yeah, because it's pretty funny, eh? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's still really funny. That's probably one of my favourite podcast moments. I loved going to the snow. I like, wait, just on that moment. Sorry. I, I like your line from that video. I couldn't breathe because the hat cat was hilarious. <laughs> Line. Yeah, yeah, it's in the video. Is it? Why was I saying that? Because Alex had the bucket on his head. Oh, uh, yeah, because that. <laughs> and he was being a cat. And so the bucket, I guess you said as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I couldn't breathe because the hat cat was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just like, you know, spur of the moment kind of thing. That was pretty funny. That's so funny. Which yeah. uh, also, I was at a party recently and Alex got recognized. From the hat cat? From our Insane Ram. No way! Yeah, yeah. Who? My mate from uni. No way! Uh, I was leaving the party with him and, and Alex he's like, was yeah, rocking from up. Insane Ramblings video. I'm like, hey, this is Alex. And he's like, yeah, you mean from the Insane Ramblings uh, in colors? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Best friend for my entire life. I was like really confused and I was drunk. Uh. And so I was like, what is he talking about? And I like, paused awkwardly from him. I'm like, no. And then they both look at me and like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's know, exactly right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, those things. Why is Alex getting recognized? <laughs> yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah. Several on all of them, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you like going to the snow as well? Going to the snow, the trip there was yeah, hysterical. That was great. It was a pity that we lost Such the audio. Such a pity that we lost the audio because that was fun as yeah, of the day. Winning all those Mars bars and... Uh, it was crunchies. 
No, we were the Octomum of Crunchies because I don't eat Mars bars. Was it Snickers or something? No, it was definitely Crunchies. I only eat Crunchies. Okay. Well, yeah, we won a lot of them. It was amazing. It was like at least five from one, maybe even six. I can't remember. Tokyo Slumber Party was pretty fun. Yeah, they were pretty great as well. And, uh, but like the whole, going back to the snow bit, there were so many moments on that trip. Like we almost died in the car yeah, crash. Yeah, because I was just hysterical and laughed off the next half hour, I think, because I was so afraid that we were going to die. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't listened to back of those bars, the, uh, <laughs> the car swerved. It like slid around a corner. Oh yeah, we were going we, like around a corner of a mountain or something. Yeah, we were near a cliff and there was a car coming the other a, way. Yeah, so we could have like easily gone off the cliff or into a, like a wall. Yeah, because like, there was a mountain on the other side of us and or like knocked another car off the road. I completely and forgot about that. That was really crazy, and so we were like in shock for the next half an hour that we almost died. And like we were just saying really funny stuff because we were all it so was hilarious, like, like, hysterical. Brendan starts mumbling like he was casting a spell <laughs> out of Harry Potter. It sounded like he was casting a Harry Potter spell in the back seat because he was so freaked out. And yeah. Vicky's like praying for our life, and I'm just going into like Gran Turismo mode trying to steer the car back on track. I really yeah. wish we had that audio because we were all saying really stuff, weird stuff. What was I saying? It's in the podcast because I remembered in the following podcast i'll have to listen to it but yeah. i was saying something a bit odd afterwards <laughs> and so that happened on the way oh, there. i was describing what was happening i think oh you were just like giving it a, 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 by the moment yeah i was giving like a blow-by-blow blow account because we were still podcasting in my mind so uh, i was telling everyone what was going on uh, okay yeah, like, yeah, quick yeah. i was like no, die, yeah. i want to give this black box message uh, you know let not even know. that it was like oh okay now we're just um going off the road <laughs> oh my goodness so, yeah we're about to die and we're okay oh that was good times yeah going to the snow was way fun but like uh, after that, we put the snow chains on. Yeah! <laughs> one of our less than uh, smart moments. Well, it was sort of one of the moments where we should have communicated. <laughs> it's I probably one of the we dumbest were... things I've done in my life. <laughs> well, you didn't realise that you couldn't use them on normal road. Yeah. And I thought we were just about to get to the snow. Yeah. So. But then we got there and it turned out we didn't even need neither. them because it wasn't, like, icy enough. Yeah. Communicate with me, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't great. That was good times. You could just go back and listen to these podcasts, actually. We're just reminiscing. But, but that's what, you know, three-year anniversary Yeah, for. come on, cut us some slack. This is our anniversary. Reminisce about the good times that you've missed and maybe go back and listen to some probably, of those episodes. What's your favourite of our videos, do you reckon? Mm, I like that one a lot because that one we, like, spent the most money on. Yeah, true. Like, that one that had, like, a, lot of work. a $300 budget and we, like, we drove, yeah. we'd, yeah, because we had to pay for, like, ski hire oh, and, true. like, petrol to and from the snow, which is, like, three hours each way. Yeah. And entry into the ski fields. So, uh, that one we actually, like, spent a bit on and had to get everyone together during that time and we drove for, like, forever. So, that was, like, a big commitment. <laughs> yeah, it was a big commitment. And then I also liked the, um... The behind the ramblings on. Oh, yeah? Because that one was the toughest edit that I've ever done. Yeah. And yeah. so there was, like, so many little bits and pieces that I had to put together to make something coherent, and that was, uh, like, it turned out pretty funny, I think. I think my favorite is probably the arseless chaps. <laughs> that one's good as yeah. well. Yeah. It just, it's just such a funny concept. It really makes me laugh. They're all just, like, very different, so that I'm kind of impressed by how like wide. diverse. Yeah. Like, we've made, been able to make them. It's so true. Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely one in Lingering Hovering Dad. Yeah, good, good times, good times. Good times. It's to another three years. Here's to another three years, yeah. But uh, before we go, there's been an incident that we've been unable to talk about just because we've not done a proper podcast in a while. Yeah. Which was when I uh, embarrassed myself in the bathroom. At oh, the- yeah! <laughs> I'm 
so looking forward to this story because it makes me laugh so hard. I love it. So for a uh, frame of reference, this was on the same night that Vicky proposed thousands of times to our friend Julian. Yeah, that's right. So we uh, went to the cinema in the city and we had some time to kill before the movie. So I'm like, I'm just head to the bathroom. And some guy walks into the cubicle next to me and I just went to the urinal. And the, yeah, the guy in the cubicle next to me shouts out, because I guess we both get to the toilet at the same time, ooh, bathroom party. Or, like, he could have possibly said bathroom buddy. I'm not, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I like bathroom buddy better. It, it was ooh, one of the two. bathroom buddy. Yeah, it was one of the two. Either way, kind of same, you know, connotations. Not great. You don't want that. And so uh, my automatic response without, like, even thinking about it, I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the freaking Kool-Aid man or something. <laughs> Um, I like start peeing and instantly I'm like why did I say say that that? (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, and like he was silent after that I don't know if he was expecting you know that kind of reaction or I don't what do you say to ooh bathroom buddy should I have been like yeah bathroom buddy like there's no good it's hard to recover from well it's it's hard to get a I don't know what kind of response that he was really looking for no yeah but I did feel like I really had to pee and get out of there before I made <laughs> eye contact yeah. with him. Was, uh, you did basically agree to marry him. I felt like it. As soon as I uh, I said that, I, I feel it could have got even more awkward if I had have seen who this guy was. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those things where I got out of the toilet and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what did I just agree to? Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll probably go back there. It's one like, of those moments where you have post that moment and like, pre that moment yeah. <laughs> things are that different things, I was things I was changed that day yeah exactly <laughs> it's like a stand by me moment there should be narration in <laughs> yeah exactly I didn't know I didn't know quite how that day would affect my life but years from now I would still look back on it with fondness <laughs> oh okay well I don't know about fondness but uh, I, was, I was like also in another bathroom when um, I had like a similar moment I was just at the urinal. I, I feel like that some, only happens once in a blue moon, but okay. Well, some guy just randomly calls out from the stall. He just screams. What do you mean? <laughs> there was like a guy in the stall and I'm at the urinal. This is like a different occasion. Yeah. And he just like screams. In pain? I, or like- I think in pain. And me and the other guy at the urinal just look at each other. And like you get one of those knowing moments with a stranger or you're like, well... That just happened. I think I'd be like, are you okay? No way. This guy's screaming in pain in the bathroom. Like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously? He could have been really injured. I think he would have said something. I guess so. It's the kind of thing, if you want any more attention, you would ask for it. Most people, if they're peeing and then there's something necessary to scream, scream, you're probably like, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, many uh, misadventures had in <laughs> toilets, unfortunately, I would say. It's hard to have adventures. Like, most... Anything in the adventure category happening in a bathroom is usually missed. That's true. Uh, the previous one was when uh, uh, I got trapped in that mirror maze in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. that I was peeing in every direction, apparently. So it's, it's been a common theme recently, yes. for some reason. <laughs> I think uh, we can wrap shit up there. Yeah, I feel like we should have had a more sentimental rambleversary. Well, do, it's been got, great. Have you got any more uh, memories to share? Favourite moments? No, not really. It's just been really good, I think. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm kind of feeling a bit sentimental. What's your favourite potential future moment? <laughs> You'll have to listen and see. See what I did there? 
I like the part where we went to the moon and did a podcast from there. That was so great. I liked the bit where we got married. That's, that's, I'm not seeing that in the future. <laughs> Split timelines, obviously. <laughs> so uh, feel free to email us, write us. We haven't received any emails for a while. so Yeah, write us some congratulations. We reached three years. My email is ben at insaneramblings.net. I'm vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net will get us as well. Thanks, guys, for listening along for the three years. Uh, it's been it's been really good. And uh, go to uh, iTunes and download us and rate and review us because that helps us get more like listeners. Like I'm doing this very second. Exactly. So you can get you know all those episodes that we mentioned today and this one. Yeah. <laughs> so if you think we're really great, um, yeah, those things would really help us out. It's been an amazing three years um, and we'd like to keep doing it but those are the sort of things that keep the podcast going and like our Facebook page as well yeah so we've liking, had a few people liking it recently yeah I've noticed mm. liking the Facebook page and um, which is facebook.com slash insane ramblings or there's like a link from our insane ramblings.net as well yeah so yeah emailing is yeah not that necessary but rating and reviewing us on iTunes and adding us on Facebook is a big help anything else you'd like to add before uh, we sign off for our third, third year. Yeah, episode 44. Wow. I'm just blown away that we've been doing this. I've been doing this since I was 20. I know. Isn't that wild? I remember before we started, you said if you got to episode 50 and you weren't getting a shitload of downloads or famous or something, that would be enough for you. And I'm like, if you got to episode 50 without... How close are we? Well, we've got six more to go. Oh, wow. I'm not quitting. Well, it depends if you include the Tokyo Slumber Parties. Next one could be our 50th episode or something. Well, there you go. All the more reason for you guys to start rating and reviewing, I say. Yeah. Download us or Vicky will quit. <laughs> <laughs> Download us or Vicky will quit. Some of you might even hold your downloads. They might like that. that news, yeah. <laughs> it would just be Ben Cast 24 <laughs> We've heard what that's like. <laughs> yeah, episode... Uh, Today is really... um. Given us an eye open into Ben alone, <laughs> the depth that he plums. And uh, thoughts on that? You don't want to join those plumbed depths? I think there's a reason I'm here. That's what that cast made me think. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, thanks everyone for listening. Away Seaboat. Away Seaboat. Bye, buddy. So we're like the regular odd couple. <laughs> you really? We're like this all the time. <laughs> we're so zany. <laughs> we're like temperatures ever regulate. Are you really? Well, why are you giving me a jumper? I'm giving you one. Thank you. It's a rare occurrence of niceness. Yeah, you me. hate that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, uh, if I hadn't have actually been hot, you wouldn't have got my jumper. I would have just gotten up and got another one. Or I left. I can't believe none of us has stormed out mid-show so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this is the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just talk more about how I taught sex to two-year-olds. So you're, you're two-year-olds. <laughs> you're twos, not two-year-olds. Oh, okay, that's fine then. <laughs> Slightly older children. <laughs> it's in ramblings.